Welcome to this week's episode of The Lens of Love. This is episode number two. I recorded this episode when I went down to Southern California back in late May. And I recorded this with my friends from the Geek Say What Network uh, from a, a, a podcast called Ready, Said Geek. They're, they are two-thirds of them, and they are a married couple. Their names are Alex Gal- Galit and JPG, Jason Patrick Galit. And they were kind enough and, and super nice enough to allow me to use their studio space to record this episode and ask some questions about the relationship so that I can gain a better understanding. Here is episode two of The Lens of Love. everybody my name is anthony rivera and you're on the lens of love podcast so uh first of all i just want to give gratitude and say thank you to both my guests alex and jason who are sitting to my left and across from me respectively and the people in the sound booth anthony val and we have a special guest justin in the sound booth and then a special thank you to Whalen productions uh and and you guys you guys studio oh yeah 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 so no, well, thank you for having us. Yeah, you no, have five. You. <laughs> you have five people from the Geek Say What Network just literally sitting, just around hanging around. Right yeah. Now. yeah, yeah. So, I, and then uh, I'll have you guys introduce yourself, but like from the bottom of my heart, like I just want to say thank you for taking the time to to be on this this show. This is sort of a new experience for me because this is a little bit more in the serious side, I guess. And so, so for you, people that don't know, though, you've yeah. actually been a big supporter of the Geek Say What Network. Yeah. For a long time now, you've helped us with our website. You've helped us with events at WonderCon, and so th- this is like not even near payback. Yeah, for that, like, you've yeah, done for yeah. Us. this is one step in in the million steps we have to get uh, for payback no, for you. No. So uh, I, I I don't know. It's just one of those things where uh, I'll give you guys my one hundred, you know, every single time, and so that's kind of how I've been living my life lately. And so this is the reason why I wanted to go this direction, as yeah. opposed and. In terms of of where I wanted to go in podcasting, because I just feel like this is this is kind of a out of my comfort zone. Because I think, like we all, the three of us know that we can spout out pop culture references all day and all yeah, night. That's, that's easy. That's yeah. that's my brand. That's <laughs> yeah. all brand for me. So. Yeah, yeah. So this is this is a little bit. It's serious. So uh, uh, I'll have you guys introduce yourself, Alex and sure. Jason. Take it away. So my name is Alex Gallett, and I am a host of Ready, Set, Geek, which is your starting line to geek culture. I am the co-host of Diverse Geeks in Focus, which focuses on marginalized issues in geek culture. And I am the founder of Geek Say What Network, which is a network that focuses on introduction, entertainment, and inclusion. And I didn't do that alone. I did that, well, another person who's not here, so he doesn't count. (laughs) <laughs> Shout out, Cole. And, of course, my husband and co-host in life. Oh, you uh, had to make it weird. Uh, Why? I was, was trying to make it cute. I know. That, yeah, was no, that is cute. really cute. It was cute, but I wasn't expecting it. And now, Well, that's because no. we're not cute and in real life. We're yeah, only cute on these. <laughs> so people can believe that we're cute when we're not. Uh, I am Jason Patrick Gallett, also known as JPG. I am the owner of the Geek Say What Network. I am Alex's co-host on Ready, Set, Geek. 
And I actually am a player character on one of our other shows in the network called Nerds on a Roll. Yeah, so I play the wokest barbarian. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> There's a lot of catching up I need to do with your shows just because the. Uh, well, for, we uh, exploded somewhere along the way. Yeah, yeah you guys just went. <laughs> all of a sudden, it's just this, uh, this amazing thing that this incredible thing that you guys had grown into. And, and it's always like, oh man, like. There's only so much I can. There's only so much time in my day. Our <laughs> shows are like yeah. bunny rabbits. Every time you visit, they've made more shows. Yeah, <laughs> we're at six shows right now. It's five podcasts and a live stream that gets released on YouTube, and then we're releasing a seventh show, and then we're, I mean, in the background, we're yeah. working on a couple more shows right yeah. now. So, and you guys have a, a bunch of events that, that take place yeah. uh, in and out of the Southern California area. Oh yeah, I know. So. Yeah, we're we're lucky because like like being in Southern California is kind of like the uh it's like one of the really really good like geek meccas mm-hmm. you know yeah because we have san diego comic-con so close we have oh, we have la where you know we, there's film and production going so we're well, really, really lucky. i will say too sticking on brand with the topic of the show we're also really lucky that we do most of our projects together yeah because it it kind of gives us the opportunity to put more time into these and still be with each other yeah it's uh um <laughs> it's kind of like spending time with each other but in a very very different I wouldn't say like romantic. No. But it, it's very much, but but I'm in love with her because of it. Right. If that makes sense, it right? Makes sense. Because I get to see the hard work that gets put into it. She gets to see the hard work that I put into it. And it's a, it's a very, very different dynamic when we are quote unquote at work. Yeah. Which is why it's really weird to be in here, but talking about personal life. Yeah, this yeah. is weird. Yeah. Like being in the <laughs> But I, I appreciate like, yeah. you guys taking the time to do it just because it's, I know sometimes it can get pretty heavy and, and then to, to meld your personal life into something like this too which you know I, okay so before i start i have a few rules okay for the I break podcast rules. let's do it that's okay <laughs> <laughs> all right not to get too wooey but you know say things with love and compassion don't hold back also you know just come from a place of love and compassion too and then it's okay to be vulnerable and be free with your expression and, and be honest with your expressions too just because i'm learning along the way i think a little bit of context and for the listeners they've heard this on the intro but i just recently experienced a breakup with somebody who i thought i was going to marry and we were together for five five and a half years mm-hmm. and then after that it broke me but it sent me on this path to figure out what it means to really love to find the peace love and joy within myself and it's led me to these different conversations with people and this is kind of how like kind of like it gave away it gave way to this where why not record some of these conversations and there are probably a million people out there who are just like me just kind of figuring out what it means to be in a solid relationship and be in a solid have that solid foundation we're still trying to figure it out oh yeah i think no, it's a work in progress too. oh yeah definitely yeah. Yeah. So we've been together gosh what 10 10, 10 years. years oh 10 and a half years yeah. yeah and then we've been married for two and a half of those years so and we haven't killed each other yet. Yeah. So yeah. I feel like that's. A I, I think you, you guys were when I started this podcast or had the had the thoughts of these this podcast in mind. It was you guys were like um, immediately the first people I thought of. Too. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, just because I was thinking about people in my life that have the solid foundation and the solid. So let let me let's just start there. Like, how did you guys meet and? And was there a level of expectation between you guys when you guys started kind of going toward this direction of being together? Okay, well, let me start by to... saying that Jason's going to lie right now. No, no. Okay, <laughs> because, because you know, because the rules are we are coming from an honest place. Yes. Yeah. We should tell this in a way that is honest, right? Yes, Okay. my honest and your honest. My joke whenever I tell the story is Alex tried to follow me home. Okay. Yeah. 
Uh, but what really happened was that uh, I was walking in a specific direction that she walked all the time. It was, it was on your way home, but it was on the way to where you eat, like where like the cafeteria. Oh, we met at Cal State Fullerton. Yeah, okay. Cal State Fullerton. We were right. in a um, theater for non majors. Yeah, yeah, acting, acting for, for non majors class, which is total crap. No, <laughs> I understand why they made us take it. Yes, you know, but uh, I I had a. I was talking with a couple friends. We were all going to grab lunch. And I had said a joke in the group. And then she was all the way in the back. And she wasn't even a part of walking with the group. And she laughed at the joke. Okay, I thought he was cute. Let's be clear. Um, His smile. I noticed his smile day one. But she also thought it was gay. Oh, okay. I thought he was. Okay, so I was a dance major. Uh And I spent all my time with musical theater people. And I was in roller skating and swing dancing and my life as a fruit fly was pretty solid. And then I got hurt and I ended up switching majors to communications, which is when I was forced to take this class because I needed a class that wasn't dance to fill a certain requirement. And I was like, oh, who's going to be my new best friend now? And I saw him and I was like, oh, he's cute. And he dresses well. He's my new gay best friend, for sure. Oh, dang. It, it, I mean, oh. it, this is, okay. what, 2008? So, like, the okay. the idea of a metrosexual was still kind of blossoming. Mm-hmm. Um, we don't have the luxuries now that we have, right? Because it's 2019, and everybody's pretty woke about this sort of stuff. Right. Right. Yeah, but back then... Not, it wasn't yeah, as common. Yeah, it wasn't as common, right? So, I understand where she was coming from, but I'd said a joke, and then she laughed, which means that she was eavesdropping. Which mm-hmm. I always do. I'm really Girl. bad about that. <laughs> <laughs> so, I invited her to lunch. We talked at lunch. Lunch, and uh, me and this group were talking about like comic books and video games and all that stuff. And this is where Alex broke. So I'm really, I wasn't a big reader. I've never been a big reader. Uh, I, I struggle with reading a lot. Um, so it's it's kind of exhausting for me. So I, I picked up the trick a long time ago in school of just somebody saying an opinion of a story or whatever we're supposed to read, changing the opinion based on what I'm hearing and pretending to form an opinion. Oh, okay. Based on the information I'm given. And I'm pretty good at it. I'd say I, I, I'm, I had you fooled. Um, <laughs> you had me fooled for three weeks, so. right? So, oh dang! So yeah. at this at this lunch, I didn't want to be left out because I was finally invited with all these kids and well, not kids. We were adults. We were yeah. in college. Oh, we're, um, we're still kids, but yeah. So, so I remember like I listen and I'd form an opinion, and I was like, "Oh yeah, I'm a geek, definitely," and I was all invested in it. And then I also found out that. JPG does kickboxing. And this was something that like we had actually started talking on because I kept coming in with like all these weird injuries. And this mm-hmm. is when I was still training in mixed martial arts at the time. Right. And I so, say kickboxing, yeah. it was MMA. Yeah. <laughs> and and so when I told her, you know, like, oh, this is why like, you know, I have a black eye or like like I had like stitches one time and all oh, that stuff. Yeah. So she just kept asking and then she took MMA as, Oh, you know how to kickbox. And then while we were at that lunch, she's like, oh, I've always wanted a kickboxing lesson. So I kind of was like, okay. And I kind of kept that at the back of my head. Uh, a few weeks later, uh, there's this guy in class and and he was constantly trying to ask Alex out on a date. Okay. And he kind of corners her one day after class. And he's like, okay, well, what about this day? And she says no. And he's like, well, what about this day? And like, it was just one of those times where like, if you were watching the situation, you knew she couldn't get out of it without saying yes at this point. Right. Which I mean, in, in retrospect is pretty gross yeah. now that I think about it. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Uh, so I walked up and I was like, hey, are we still on for a kickboxing lesson on Wednesday night? And 
she immediately picked up on what I was trying to do. And she's like, oh, yeah, hey, thanks for, you know, thanks for making time again, all that stuff. And he's like, oh, hey. And, and, I, and I asked her, hey, are you walking to another class? I knew that she wasn't. And she said, and yeah. And offered to walk. So I walked, I walked her. Mm-hmm. And so while we're walking, she was like, hey, thanks for that. But like, were you serious about the kickboxing lesson? Oh, okay. Okay. And and I said yeah, and I was like yeah, sure. Like uh, you know, I'll, I'll come pick you up and all this stuff. And our very first date was in the Cal State Fullerton like new gym, and they had uh like a wrestling and kickboxing room. Nice. Yeah. And so that was our very first date, October first, two thousand eight. Yeah. Oh, he remembers. <laughs> oh. He always remembers. I never remember. So yeah. so you know, like something to the, something that I'm very proud of that we both do is we very much like subvert stereotypes of relationships. Mm-hmm. You know, so I'm usually the one that remembers all the dates, mm-hmm. all the happenings all that stuff i'm the, awful the at deets. it yeah. yeah all the deets like i know i could tell you our anniversary is september 2nd but when it comes up i won't necessarily realize that the day that we're on in real life is september 2nd okay if that yeah. makes sense it's that like sense. more memory instead of like context right yeah yeah so was there a level okay so i think i've explained this like off air but mm-hmm. there's a level of expectation that happens so for instance if i were to start dating somebody immediately i think with nowadays too there's an expectation that i i don't have this anymore but before on another person and i expected them to know how to love me without realizing that i knew how to love myself like did you guys have that expectation of each other when oh. you first started dating or was, like was that even like did you guys even know at that point that you guys were were gonna go all in no not at all no. um so I had had one relationship when I was 16 that was crap in the world of relationships. If you're just thinking what a real relationship is, mm-hmm. it wasn't because I was 16. I almost dated a guy after high school or senior high school that I knew in high school he had graduated, but he was dating somebody else at the same time. Mm-hmm. That didn't happen. And that's pretty much the list of my relationships. So I I wasn't planning on dating. I was a serious competitive roller skater. I was coaching and I was very serious about that roller skating still. I was going to school full time. I didn't have time and I wasn't willing to make time for a relationship. So at this point, I thought, okay, I'm going to go on a date with this guy. It's an experience. And then that'll probably be it. Mm-hmm. And we didn't even exchange numbers. No, until no. So we did the date. Mm-hmm. And I had walked because I lived across the street from Cal State Fullerton. And he didn't know that. And so when I told him I was going to walk home and it was nighttime, he was like, oh, no, no, I'm let me take you home. So as we're walking to his car, he pretended, which I know now, I didn't know then, <laughs> he pretended that he couldn't find his phone in his duffel bag and had me call his phone. Oh, and that's nice. how he got my number. Mm-hmm. Nice. Um, but at the time, you were actually leaving for England in yeah. six months? Yeah. So I had, um, oh man, this is like a time for like truth and stuff now, Well, right? that's what the intention of the podcast Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I don't think I've ever told you the story. Oh, so about to get real. So <laughs> I, um, I had, it was probably like four to six months before I was leaving for London because I, I actually got um, like kind of like a student teaching position out mm-hmm. there. And uh, a lot of things went wrong in the sense, uh, in the sense, where in uh, up to those six months, I paid a bunch of money in order to do this. I got my 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 passport, I got the visa for it, and everything. Um, but right before the trip, I had actually been kicked off the trip. <sighs> Um, and that was because um, I was dating the daughter of the person who was running it. Oh, okay. And then I had broken up with her because I'd started dating Alex. I see. And I so, knew you were dating somebody at the time. Yeah. Because we weren't exclusive yeah, for a while. For a while, yeah. yeah. It was for the first few months. Right? Yeah. And um, when I broke it off with her, um, you know, the, uh, I, I was an English major and um, is a very, very s- small group at, at Cal State Fullerton because, I mean, who majors in English, right? But... Uh, when that spread, it kind of also spread that I was dating another girl at school, mm. and 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 it was, and so it got back to 
their mom and it, it just kind of fell apart with me and like within like a matter of weeks so, so so it was and you know even when i was dating alex i was i i was kind of like okay i want to see where this is going but also like i kind of want this to be my only thing love life wise that was okay. going on you know okay. and so that's why i broke it off which is weird and, for you at that time which is really weird for me at the time because you know like alex talked about with her love life i was the exact opposite of that i i was constantly and consistently dating it, it was it was bad to the point where you know even like um where even like family members and friends were like just stop telling me her name and like mm. they would just make up names for them mm-hmm. at this point it was pretty bad like my mom was even like i don't even want to meet them unless you guys have been together for at least a year right yeah and and so so we'd come from very very different backgrounds mm-hmm. so going back to your question expectations like we had none no. yeah. yeah yeah it wasn't meant to last yeah i don't think either one of us planned on it going to a year and then I uh, I mean I was at first going to be leaving for London right and then, and then after which is what yeah. I promised my mom I was like oh don't worry about it I know he's Catholic but he's leaving so <laughs> It's not a big deal. Which was huh. like another weird thing, too, because I didn't tell my mom about it at all because you know, it was a request of the family not to right. tell me about, I mean, like for lack of a better term, my conquests, right? But for you, it was your mom was constantly asking you about it. Right. Because yeah. that's the kind of relationship we have. And it was new for me that I was dating somebody at, somebody at all. Yeah. Oh, and since this is not our normal fan base, uh, I am Jewish for those that didn't know. Okay. So him being Catholic was a big deal. Yeah. It's a big deal. And I'm, yeah. So, <laughs> so you come from that back background yes. right like you're you're both white and jewish culturally right but i'm filipino catholic right and so it was two completely different worlds colliding at that point too i mean did you guys even know that this would be a thing in the eventuality of things or was it just you guys just were like we're gonna hang out and we're gonna see where this goes and we, in the meantime we saw each other every day that month. oh okay. the month of october we were we from october 1st to october 31st which we had a party we threw a, a party together at yeah. my apartment yeah and, and it, I was friends with my neighbors, so it was also in their apartment and then another person's apartment down the hall that we were all, we'd all become friends at this complex. So we threw this massive Halloween party between these three apartments and the, we had four people who lived there. They had three and they had two. So nine people threw this party, 10 if you include JVG. Mm-hmm. And all of our friends and we just, I think it was this moment. I'll never forget it. And I think you kind of had the same feeling. Mm-hmm. We had planned this party together. We had invited both our friends to get to meet each other's. That was the first time meeting your friends, I believe. I, it was the first time me meeting your friends and you meeting my friends. Right. Yeah. And I remember really clearly that we were standing in two separate parts of the apartment. One of us was in the living room. One of us was in the kitchen. And I remember looking over and being like, that's awesome that he is spending the time to entertain those people. That he's not just hiding in a corner. He's not just hanging on to me. I lived a very random life. I was doing commercials and going to LA parties and whatever it was. And I needed somebody who could step into any situation and step up. And this was the first time I'd seen somebody act the same way I act at a party. Okay. Yeah. And so it was, it was this the, like light bulb that clicked there. Oh. And so did you know at the time that Jason was like, oh yeah, maybe he's the dude. I didn't know necessarily if he was the dude, but right. I definitely wanted it to. I, that's, I think that's the click of like, oh, I'm really sad he's leaving oh, okay. because this could actually be something Mm -hmm. yeah i mean i for me i would say when it really clicked was uh, a couple months in um 
Uh, I, I mean, if we're going to be honest, right? Okay, wait, 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 wait. So I have no boundaries in life. Yeah. And I share a lot of drinks with whatever. You take a drink, you hand it to somebody else. So from that Halloween party, that's what you're talking about, right? <laughs> Is that what you're yes. talking about? Okay. Yeah. So yeah. from that Halloween party, I actually ended up getting mono. Oh. Yeah. Okay. So I was really, really sick right after that party. Mm. For about a week. About a week or two. Or two. Yeah. I was in the hospital at one point oh, up damn. in the desert where my parents were. I was passed out on the floor at one point like i was really sick but like really early in after she got sick after that party i i just came i just came by her place for like a surprise i knew that like her roommates weren't there and i was just going to come and surprise her with like lunch and everything and oh, i knew and we had a spare key yeah i knew where the spare key was <laughs> mm. uh so uh so then you know i opened the door and all that stuff and i just find her passed out on the ground right and this is kind of gross too it's really gross it's, don't, it's don't pretty gross details. she went potty like everywhere <laughs> And, um, and, so I was like, okay, what the heck happened, right? Mm-hmm. So you know, like of course, like I, I I checked in with her. She was she was okay. It was just like she was just really tired and just dehydrated. But and all that. with mono, you throw up. You yeah. get right. You from both, you know, sick from both ends. You have a fever. You have no energy. Like, yeah. So I had to like kind You're of just worn out. I, yeah. I kind of had to like baby wipe her down, but without looking at anything because we were so new in our relationship. Okay. You know, and then uh, you know, I put her into bed. I cleaned up for her. I and I spent the entire day. And I actually mm-hmm. I actually called out a work in order to like clean up her bathroom that was a mess to, uh, to clean up her room which was always a mess yeah well uh yeah and she was just passed out the entire day and then her roommates came home and saw me cleaning and all that stuff too and that's kind of when i was like i would have never done this for any for other anybody girl. else yeah. yeah that i that that i had met at the time right yeah. and i was like okay why am i doing it for this girl right right and um yeah it really made me think <laughs> yeah i mean was that the moment that you knew i no no, no. Definitely not. But that was at least the same as me where you knew, okay, there's something different. There's something The different. moment I knew for sure that I needed to be with you forever was probably the day that I proposed. Really? That far in? Oh, I mean, like, of course I wanted to be with you. <laughs> but it that day, it kind of turned it into like a primal need, right? If I don't have you, it's like I don't have food or air. Hmm. And I'm just going to keep clawing my way back until I did, right? Like, it was that feeling. And it wasn't, yes, of course I loved you before that, but that's when it turned into a necessity. Like, like you know how we talk about, like, food and shelter? Yeah. Like, that's how I felt at like that Like, Maslow's hierarchy. Of yes, thank yes. you. Yeah. yeah. And then Alex replaced all of that. At, it was like, like in on, that one moment. In the five parts of the pyramid, it was Alex, 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 Alex. Alex. Yeah, at yeah. that point, yeah. yeah. And then food. Yeah. And, then, <laughs> and then tacos. Yeah. But tacos have moved back up the list. Yeah. <laughs> tacos yeah. have moved back up the list. But but you guys had established, along the way, you guys had established this foundation of, of no matter what, like, as you guys got into dating. Because I think I'm coming from a perspective now is like, I really need that friendship in that ability to communicate first so how did you guys establish being able to communicate with each other and know at the end of the day that you guys were still going to be there regardless well it didn't start off great yeah i mean Um, yeah because we're talking about like hard arguments discussions fights okay so i come from a background of if there's a problem we're gonna get it out we're gonna get out now i don't care how comfortable it is i don't care if we start yelling at each other We're, we're gonna lay it all out i come from a background of letting it go Right. Mm-hmm. Give me a few hours, a nap, and a sandwich, and I will. I won't be mad at you at all. But I, I disagree with the idea of talking about things in the moment mm-hmm. because I think in the moment when you are angry, you tend to say things that you don't mean. Mm-hmm. And uh, for me, I try to be very, you know, like I studied language in school. I, I tend to, I tend to be a lot more thoughtful with my words than I need to be, as opposed to Alex. 
I suppose, Alex, what? I'm very just, thoughtful. <laughs> oh, no, wait, we're being honest. Okay. Um, so <laughs> I tend to just say whatever is on my mind in that moment. I, I lay it all out. And that's not necessarily the best for that exact reason. You're not thinking things through. You're upset. Your filter is down. However, if I sit for two hours, I am sitting there and it is like everything is running through my head. And now I have a million more reasons why I'm mad at you. And so it takes me, I will say when we do the two hour break, which we do, we do. Which we do now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I still, I have to take a moment of like, now I'm even more mad. Okay. Now I can come back down. <laughs> but we also have established because of the fights that we've had and because of the arguments that we've had, we've also established that like a sort of compromise too, because yes, yeah, she does give me the time in order to make sure that I can gather my thoughts in, in, a, in, a, in an appropriate way. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But also, um, we prompt each other to, okay, what were you thinking at the time? Right. And like, and getting to hear that initial thought helps us kind of gauge and judge where we should be taking this conversation because alex always prompts me like okay but what would you have said at the time okay yeah and and i think that that's a good way to get out all of your feelings with the safety net of well that's a hypothetical now because we didn't just say it to each other right right? and sometimes it's misunderstanding sometimes it just something we said wasn't phrased right sometimes we are legitimately saying something we believe in and upsetting the other person. But it's really hard if you're right in that moment to figure out which one of those things led you to that point. Whereas when you can take the space and then go, okay, well, this is how it sounded. Oh, no, that's not what I meant. And it's easier to fix because you're clearer in what the focus was, what the cause and effect was of it. I I think thinking about it now, when we approach those kinds of arguments and, and we're trying to work through it together, There are a few things to keep in mind, right? Um, One is that at the end of it, we always make sure that we say I love you, right? Because Mm -hmm. I would rather fight with Alex than love any other person. Okay. And and I think that says a lot about our relationship, right? Uh, But also, as individuals, when two individuals get together, like they come in with their own set of rules when it comes to this stuff. When we're happy, we do this. When we're sad, we do this. When we're angry, we do this, right? Mm -hmm. And something that really helped us in these situations was we just had to break all of our own rules mm-hmm. and then try to kind of piece them back together with each other and, and like to build like a new way to communicate. Well, and I'll also point this out, you know, off air because we've spent the day together, mm-hmm. Anthony, um, we actually had a whole conversation about what is your love language, right? Yes. Yeah. But have, have you guys read that? Have you read that? I have to look it back five, up again. Five love I, languages. Yeah, I, I haven't, I haven't read it, but I, I had known of it and we actually took the quiz at the, Dog park at today. the dog park, yeah. Um, Which one are you? So there, there are five. So there's service, there's words, there's physical touch, there's uh, there's two more after that. Yeah, I know. I'm yeah. trying to find the I'm trying to find yeah. the, the list for it right now. I yeah, there's quality time. I think quality time. So words of affirmation, words of affirmation, gifts, acts gifts. of service. Quality time and physical touch. Yes. I'm trying to figure out which one so I am. So I am, I was eight on acts of service, seven on physical touch, seven on quality time, seven of words on affirmation, words of affirmation. I said that really weird. And then only one on receiving gifts. Right. I, I think on some level, everybody is a mixture of all five. Oh, yeah. You, yeah. Ha- you gotta have yeah. to. But, but, but there that are, being there said, are, there's, there's a priority. There's on. another language that we don't focus on, and that is an arguing language. Right. Because. It took us, I would say, two to three years in, but you can tell me if I'm wrong. Well, we didn't have a lot of fights, but the fights that we did have were just these blow-up fights 
where where we didn't understand why we were so why we were so mad at each other and the, and and all the little things kind of built up into this big thing, right? Right. So we um, we had to learn. Well, because he'd want to take his time, and if he was trying to take his time, then I'd get mad that okay, well, clearly it's not important to you if we're not going to talk it out right now. Mm. And so it was learning. Okay, just like there's a love language, there's an angry language. Yeah, there's an argument language. And yeah. and. Yeah. That took us a lot to figure out. And there's maybe there's a book. I don't know. But that's not as common. And so it took us a lot to kind of realize, okay, well, this is where I'm coming from. And once he explained why he takes that time, oh, that makes more sense now. Mm -hmm. That I understand. And then when I could explain to him, okay, this is why when you were trying to take your time, it would upset me. Oh, shoot. That's not what I meant. And so it was this moment that really clicked for us of, okay, clearly we weren't hearing each other. We weren't communicating on the same level. And so once we could understand that, that took us to a whole next step of how our communication is. And then I would say the feel thing would be the other one, but I'll let you explain that because I just talked. Oh, gosh. Okay. So like it's a trick that I took from like from psychology and therapy and all that okay. stuff, right? All right. I'm, um, I'm very it, interested now. Yeah. What so are, uh, I statements, right? Okay. Whenever you speak about your own feelings, like whenever you speak about feelings or things that could get heated, you, you never use the word you. Yes. Right? Because it's an attack. It's automatically intact because now we are talking about the other party instead of ourselves, right? So there's a huge difference between you did this to me and I feel like you did, like, I, or I feel like you're this not spending this. enough time with me. I feel like we're not spending enough time together. I see. Okay. Yeah. It, yeah. it instantly changes yeah. the defense to, oh, shoot. It's a collaborative effort at exactly. this point. Yeah. yeah. And that's, that was really big for us because I do get really defensive. I'm not even going to sit here and play. And I just don't yeah. like to fight in the right. first place. And I just yeah. don't like to argue. Yeah. And the thing with feeling words is feeling words aren't wrong. You can't be wrong if you're like, oh, I'm, I feel like I'm not being seen right now. Okay, well, that's, that can't ever be wrong because that's your feeling. Yeah, because your feelings are your perceptions and your perceptions are your truth at that point. Right? Mm -hmm. Now, that might not be the person's intentions, which is what then get, oh, shoot, I didn't mean, mean to make you feel like you weren't being seen. I'm just trying to put all my energy into work right now so I can build us a better future. And that sort of like... Changes the intention. Yeah, and that sort of I feel and then uh, I, I intended dynamic, like that really helps because you have a direct response to what you're feeling at that point. Mm-hmm. Right? So, it, yeah, and I, it puts I, the ownership on the person too about... Yeah, yeah, yeah. But what I love about that particular scenario is that the, the ownership is on is on both people in the mm -hmm. relationship it's not just on one person mm -hmm. right so i and think that helps coming with that we also worked on apologizing i would say that was really big too where it was like okay i hear you i'm sorry that you feel that way or i'm sorry that i made you or feel I like you, you weren't you being yeah. seen mm -hmm. you know that was never my intention and it was like oh well i'm sorry i didn't I didn't realize that you were working so hard for us and that I'm not acknowledging all the hard work that you're doing. Mm. And it, it's this realization of, okay, we just weren't seeing or understanding what the other person was doing, but we also weren't hearing what the other person was doing. And that change in conversation helped us hear, hear each other out. I, I think it's to the point now that like we've kind of perfected it in the sense where now we'll catch each other yelling at the other person or we'll be like, and I just realized that I'm yelling and I'm sorry. Mm -hmm. Like it's, a, it's, it's one of the, it, and, and now that we, now that we understand how we communicate and we understand that we communicate in two, uh, two very, very opposite ways, it just helps frame the conversation that we're about to have. I see. Okay. Yeah. I definitely appreciate the ad advice that you guys are given. Uh, let me ask you about the, the evolution of you guys 
being exclusive together and then finding that you guys have to work with each other, not only personally and professionally. Because I think that's interesting to do, considering that you guys had, had built up and grown this network together. Mm-hmm. Right. So can you guys so, so I'm spend sorry, some that, time about that? About That was two pieces, right? It was like yes. being exclusive. Being, and then, and then being exclusive and then having to separate that from, from building this network and being kind of like an onstage personality. Yeah. Yes. Okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah. Sorry so, for, for if I wasn't clear. <laughs> so no, no, it's okay. Yeah. Uh, exclusiveness. Yeah. I don't think Alex ever had a problem with that. Yeah. No. I was you, always exclusive. You were always a relationship person. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and I made you exclusive in December. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Wait, yeah. December of 2008? Yes. yes. December of 2008. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh, for me, I always um, I always struggled, I guess, with the exclus- uh, the exclusivity. Mm-hmm. Of, was it like of, a commitment issue that yeah, you had? Oh, yeah, definitely a commitment issue. Okay. I mean, like, Alex comes from a uh, from a wonderful, loving mother and father who, who have been together for almost 40, 50 years yeah, i was gonna say 40 some years my grandparents were still together on yeah. both sides mm-hmm. and i i think for me it was very much the opposite right like my mom and dad hated each other since i was born right like and my my dad had a very very i guess like broken view of women in the first place okay uh so you know i grew up with my dad just being out knowing that he was with other women and knowing that like my mom knew that. And then my mom kind of like, you know, taking care of us and sitting at home and watching lifetime movies and like, and, and getting to experience like on screen love. And I'm like, I, that always kind of broke my heart. But then when I finally got into it, I kind of understood where my dad was coming from, mm-hmm. you know, that exclusive uh, being exclusive is hard for some people. It takes work. Yeah. Uh, so I, Oh man. Yeah. I very much struggled with that. And I think, I don't know, like now that I'm married, it's a lot easier because I guess like now that it's on paper, I don't know. know? (laughs) But, uh, but yeah, I mean, our first, our first few years. I will say outside influence wise, it's really easy for somebody to be like, oh, your boyfriend, your boyfriend's not here. Oh, well then. And suddenly when you're like, oh, your husband's not here. Oh, your husband's not here. And they like back. It it definitely has a different. The word has more power. Yeah. Yeah. More weight to it. So it makes it easier to like kind of back people off a little bit. Uh, Connecting to that, though, because that's a good like segue into uh, um, professionalism. Yeah, because you guys had had uh, I just remember you guys had both both of you had explained to me at one point that there's a level of of uh, personal stuff that you wanted to reveal to people when you guys were appearing as as uh geek say what or mm-hmm. yeah and so and then then you guys finally made the shift when you guys officially got engaged right so yeah. we kept our relationship a hundred percent off air mm-hmm. and everything we did we kept um at conventions we wouldn't hold hands we wouldn't say babe we kept Which it is, very professional yeah, just so hard we're just because I don't I don't call you Alex, you know. It, when I say the word, it sounds like I'm 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 calling you a bad word. Like yeah. that's how it feels. Well, like. which okay, I'll be honest. Like it's really funny because on our show we say JPG. Yeah, that's what that's what you go by. And on here, I feel like I should be saying Jason, but saying Jason is kind of like I, it hurts. I never say that. Yeah. So I'm like, okay, I'm just gonna stick with JPG because that's my natural on here because I don't want to call you babe on air yeah well yeah. Okay, <laughs> let's let's even start from the very beginning though right okay. like uh you know you we said that you know my, my first name's jason that's what i usually go by by f- with friends and family right but jpg as a persona um you know that was created both personally and professionally with a lot of thought in mind right uh with alex alex doesn't use well she took my last name when we got married but she doesn't use her last name anymore 
when we're uh, like when we're working. Correct. Yeah. So she goes by Alex Catherine now, and you'll see that on like emails that she sends mm-hmm. out and all that. Mm-hmm. Uh, but uh, one of the first things that we found out professionally was that nobody. It's okay if I'm married, but it's not okay if Alex is married. Hmm. People were less interested to work with me, but it was kind of strange because even when I had the ring on, people were fine. I mean, it's it's not. I didn't like throw it in their face, but obviously I'd be wearing a ring and people were fine. They would interact with me. They would whatever. The moment my husband was real and and in their face, because obviously we were at a convention together. And so if Jason came over and introduced himself as, oh, I'm the owner of the Geeks They Went Network, I'm JPG, and he handed their card and they saw the last name, Mm -hmm. suddenly uninterested in me. Which is weird. Very strange. That is a weird thing that happens. It's both sexual and sexist. Yeah. Because... What they what they're hoping is oh a girl in geekdom like she's probably single I'm gonna hit on her uh, this is Comic Con weekend or this mm-hmm. is WonderCon weekend this is uh, whatever like, convention whatever convention right you guys may be so here. I'm like oh hopefully I can hook up and like all this stuff and it's very much that cultural idea that like I'm just gonna assume that this girl is single okay right as opposed to guys it doesn't it doesn't matter right yeah. because the women who are professionally there quite honestly are, are there fo- professionally yeah are, <laughs> yeah. yeah are and are more focused on being at work than our male counterparts because they have to work harder yeah mm-hmm. and then show wise we didn't say we were in a relationship till we got engaged until yeah and that was 2015 and then With about the a shift. month after we okay. got engaged and we announced it on air and we announced that we had actually been in a relationship this whole time somebody said to jason that it was clear that I was only on the show because of my vagina oh. and because that he uh. was banging me. Yeah, so that was, it was a huge cultural shift for, for both, for us two and for Cole as well, who was our, th- who was our other co-host. Yeah. Uh, because we had to be a lot more purposeful when it came to how we portray our relationships. And, and something before that, nobody cared. Nobody had an uh, issue with me being on the show. Yeah. Nobody had an issue with my existence on the show. And then the moment that, oh, clearly their relationship, oh, that's the only reason she's there. And so it definitely, people's view of me just changed completely. We also had to be very mindful about that shift as well because a lot of people mistook that you and Cole were together. Yes. and Assumed that we were together by by the fact that we were both white. Oh. And that really irked me because... um, because I think, um, especially at the very beginning, you know, it was me, Alex, and Cole who who started this together, and it was always whenever whenever something professional had to get done, it was usually me that was writing the emails or that was mm-hmm. talking to people and all that. And I kind of like default fell into that role. But whenever English major, <laughs> but whenever we were live or or there and networking, everybody would default to Cole being in charge. Hmm. Um, because he's he's tall and he's handsome and he's white and that's usually the archetype for whoever's in charge. Mm-hmm. Um, so not only not only was I putting my relationship out there that I that I very much worked hard on and cared for, but then now it was being taken away from me in the same vein. You know, gotcha. So that was really really tough for me to deal with. Uh, and then I think that's kind of where like the JPG persona came from. And, uh, and you know, a lot of people tease me about like how much I work on this, even though it's a side project. And and but but at the very end of it, it's important to me. Yeah, Just like you all give of your you give your one hundred to it. Yes. And then yeah. it wasn't until after we got married. I want to say it was Ontario the Ontario convention. Mm-hmm. That was after that that I was like, mm, we need to do something about my last name. I've become even more invisible than I was before. So that's where the Alex Catherine started. We changed my email. We changed my social media. And we're going to be changing my business card soon. So 
it's a whole process just to, as terrible as it sounds, separate ourselves. Now, that being said, we talk about it on the show all the time. Mm-hmm. We don't hide our relationship. We don't pretend we're not. But, but if you're we, not doing the research, then that's your bad. Right. Yeah. That's kind of like our thought process. But it. we still don't hold hands at conventions. We mm. don't say babe at conventions. Well, that's because, I mean, there's there's that professionalism, right? Like when it's an on and off switch that you're yeah. talking yeah. about, right? Like, when, it's like on stage, off stage. Exactly. Yeah. 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 Like when we're on stage, I mean, like I'm I'm wearing suits in hundred degree weather in San Diego. You when are. I go to these conventions you are. and 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 Alex is um, you know working with uh, with the marketing groups and all that. And it, it's just we understand that we are we're great both separated and together. Yeah. And and to to have a partner like that that I feel like okay like when she's not with me like she's doing just as much work if not better work than I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like it's a comforting feeling, you know. And not a lot of couples get that. Not a lot of couples are lucky enough to get that. Yeah. I think one of the things that I wanted to point out is your ability to separate the work life and, and the person their home life, right? So we, I, we I, use I, a trick for that, actually. Yeah, we do. We do. Yeah. So, <laughs> so um, Alex is really lucky because I go by two different names, right? like, mm-hmm. you know, and she so she always asks, okay, wait, is this Jason or is this JPG? Okay, and then I can clarify, and then we know exactly if the switch is on or off at that point. And that 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 should tell you if you're doing things right. That should tell you where the person's intentions are coming from. Mm-hmm. because we've even had a conversation where I go, okay, which one are you? And he'll say, I'm JPG. And he'll he'll discuss whatever the issue is. And then I'll say, okay, can I have my husband for a moment? He'll say, sure. He'll be Jason and let me just vent it all out and clear the air that way where he's like just being supportive. Mm-hmm. Whereas when he's JPG, it's, you know, as he's not his job to be my yes man. Right. It's his job to make sure that the product we're putting out is good quality. It stands by our mission statement. It gets the goal across. So if I'm not stepping up, it's his job as the owner of the network to tell me, hey, you need to step up your host roles. Right. But as my husband, it's okay sometimes to be like, I'm sorry, you were having a bad day. I'm sorry, you're tired. And so we we were very clear about what those roles were. Just the acknowledgement and the validation outside of it. It's really funny, too, because it it then leads to a lot of, well, like, JPG was being a dick today. (laughs) I do that sometimes. And she like actually complains to me about me. But then I understand conceptually where she's coming from, right? Like Jason and JPG are two completely different mindsets, Mm -hmm. right? So that's that's okay. Yeah, and that's okay. I've definitely done that where I'm like, I had a headache and I was tired and he just would knock it off my ass. He's like, babe, I'm so sorry. (laughs) So she gets a complaint about me to me. And it's really, really funny when we realize that. Yeah. That means does it get really weird for you for that in that in those instances? Like I just But you're able to compartmentalize that aspect of of your guys' relationship. He knows that I understand what his intentions are. Yeah. Yeah. And usually he's right. You know, when he's telling me something, it's again, it's not meant to be malicious and he's doing it in a professional way of, hey, you know, forget all that. It's because his role isn't, I don't care if you have a headache. I don't care if you're tired. I don't care if you had a bad day at work. Like when you walk into this recording studio, it's your job to produce a good product, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. So I understand 100% what his intentions are. So I can't fault him for that. But as my husband, he gets to hear babe he didn't get it and i had to get worked through all these things and there's there's a couple moments where it's gotten mushy but the mushy stuff was somebody else's fault like i had a i had a migraine on one of our shows and Mm. thankfully our guests we've known him for a while we're friends totally separate from the network so it was actually i can't remember if it was him or our sound engineer who made the suggestion of well let's turn off the lights if you have a, a migraine 
And JPG was like, no, that's not professional. And everybody else is like, no, it's fine. But he's making sure he's separating those. As my husband, he would have been like, no, let's let's cancel the recording. Let's yeah. put you down for a nap. Let's yeah. whatever it's going to take to make you feel better. But as, it was his job to say, no, this has to be professional. And everybody else had to be like, no, 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 let's just record in the dark. And we did. And we did record in the dark, which we, was kind of a weird experience. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we, we'd shut off all the lights in here just because my head, I was dying. My right. The worst migraine. Yeah, so go back to like the original point. It, you're right. right. It, is, it, is <laughs> the, it is that, that on stage, off stage. And you need to, if you are going to have those presences, you have to also have the ability to understand where you are at that point. Right. Right. Um, like kind of and codes for that pre-established. Oh, yeah. We do have. It's yeah. it's yeah. not like oh we just figured it out. Hey, can I vent you? Okay, in what context? You yeah. know, it was it, we had to just like establishing those argument rules. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things when you're in a relationship that if you just pre-establish, it saves you a lot of pain and headache and heartache in the future. Yeah. So so break all your rules and then re-establish them with your partner. Right. Right. I think that's one of the things that I learned too. For whoever it is who's going to be that one for me, I think kind of me taking away from this situation is that kind of having the ability to say, I'm angry with you, but I'm not going to be coming from a place of love at the moment. So let me give me give me some time. Mm -hmm. You know, it's I don't know. I that's that's a very difficult thing to put out there. Yeah. Right. And like because it's it's you're, you're so heated, but you're asking to stop. Mm-hmm. Right. And and that doesn't that doesn't come across well to many people. Right? Mm-hmm. It did not. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It took time. I, I want I want that noted. Like it wasn't like, oh, well, give me a minute. Oh, yeah, sure. Fine. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. no, I was pissed. Yeah. It, it took time to get there. And then the whole level of patience on your end to to fully realize, oh, like, I, you know, because I think with me, I don't want to say because once you say something, you can't take it back. Oh, yeah. Right. And I, I think having the ability to say, like, I'm angry with you. Just know that I love you but I don't like you at the moment. And whatever I say (laughs) is not going to come from a place of love. Also establishing if you can't get something out, because I've definitely, I'm bad at phrasing Oh, okay. I think that's good. And I can't tell you how many times I've gone, look, I don't know how to phrase this. I'm not phrasing this the right way. Can I say it? And you can fix it. And he'll actually fix my argument for me because I can't Which figure is, out how to phrase it. Yeah, that's a different level of communication. <laughs> yeah, too. so like for, for us, it's very much, okay, because we're both, we're both also very competitive, right? Okay. So an argument, <laughs> honestly, is just another way to win for either of us at mm-hmm. this point. But we also, we're also very, very focused on how we debate things. Yes. Right. And, um, and, you know, so like all the, all the logical fallacies. Well, well like Alex does it from, from a very strategic perspective. Well, I do it from like a very logical perspective. She, she, you know, she takes words and she, and then she builds counter arguments for them, right? While I just like, I, I think of all the fallacies and the, and okay, like which ones are you actually hitting right now, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. So it's a weird, weird <laughs> time when we actually have like a for real debate or argument that we're both really passionate about. Oh my God, we are Amy and Jay. Yeah. <laughs> is that a Brooklyn Nine-Nine? Yeah, that's it a, is. Nine-Nine? Nine-Nine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Because uh, we just had that debate episode, and I just now clicked that that's us. Yeah, oh. no, that's definitely us. That's yeah, definitely us. you come yeah. you come from a very emotional place, and I usually come from like a pretty logical place. And um, but the but you need a balance of that in order to actually build a compromise, right? Uh, yeah, it's, yeah. So there's one more string that I want to pull on um, <laughs> about the because you mentioned culturally, you guys are different. 
Mm-hmm. How have you guys been able to compromise in terms of that with, with, with that in mind? Alex and I had this conversation in the car, but I, I do want to hear your side. And, and then I kind of want to hear Alex reiterate what she was experiencing. Yeah, I kind of want to hear you say it first. Though. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you, you, yeah, you guys had say it first. Because you guys had gone on this on this pilgrimage of some some sort yeah right, we're trying yeah. to talk about our honeymoon israel oh okay. yes yeah um but backing it up just a little i i did mention this before i'm jewish jason's catholic it took us a long place to get to the point that i'm going to be talking from i just want that on on the table there were a lot of discussions and a lot of arguments and a lot of tears for me to be able to say where we are now but from where we are now i don't give a shit what religion religion jason is and i don't think jason gives a shit what religion i am we we are ourselves and our religions have built us and our faiths have built us and our cultures have built us. Where What we talked about in the car yes. was that as far as the two of us are concerned, we are us and we're pre-established. Mm-hmm. But I'm Jewish and I believe in Judaism as a nationality or a race as well as as a religion. Jason is Filipino as a nationality or race. It would just be race, right? Yeah, I guess. Because yeah, I guess yeah, we're both like American nationality-wise. Yeah. Yeah. So Ethni- race-wise. Like ethnicity-wise. Right. Yeah. Um, and then as far as religion, he's Catholic. Mm-hmm. And where it gets messy is when we discuss children. Because if we have kids and they convert or have a baptism, they're no longer Jewish. They become Catholic, and that's technically denouncing being Jewish. If they stay Jewish, obviously they're not Catholic. If we do nothing, because I'm the woman... My kids are automatically born Jewish. Okay. So there isn't the safe space that a lot of people have of, well, we're just going to do nothing and let them figure it out. Because by doing nothing, they default into Judaism. Mm -hmm. So it's finding a sweet spot between the two. I want them to know their cultures of Judaism and... Catholicism. um, No, not Catholicism. Oh, okay. Judaism Um, and and the Filipino culture. And the Filipino culture. Okay. Okay. All right. But both are dipped very heavily in the religion of Catholicism and mm-hmm. Judaism as a religion. Yes. And th- that was something that, that you had struggled with uh, for a really long time because yes. you've, I've always understood that both nationality-wise and, uh, and faith-wise, Judaism's kind of one and the same. But what you didn't realize is like 95% of the Philippines is Catholic and it's very much ingrained in Philippine culture. Uh, and, and so you are like, oh, well, you don't understand. And like, that's, that's one of the things that, right. like, you, yeah. And I'm like, no, 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 I do understand. Mm-hmm. Like, and, and so, um, no, I mean, I agree with you. It's, it's, this, this has been probably, pro- it, it's been one of the things that we've talked about that should be messier. Like, that should have had more fights than it already has. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, it should have ended us. Yeah. No, no, yeah, you're right. I, and, but, <laughs> I think when it came down to it, we don't have an answer for that. We don't. Um, but when it came to our wedding, we were able to mix things. Mm-hmm. But we are. But we also believe in each other enough to make sure to stay together in order to build an answer for this. Yeah. Right. And with us building an answer, hopefully that'll help other people build their same answer. Right. Because there are a lot of interfaith couples. Yes. Yeah. Uh, and this is a pretty stark contrast in, in, in being an interfaith couple. The only thing, like, that would be the only thing that would make this harder if I was like a Muslim Palestinian, right? You know, like it, that that would make that would be and that's I'm, real talk right there, exactly, yeah. right? Yeah, <laughs> like the, I'm I'm second place hard mode right now. If I was first place hard mode, this would have I I don't think it would have ever worked with how your family views that sort of stuff, mm-hmm. um, and vice versa, and vice versa, yeah. Because I feel like everybody is chill now but the second we have kids everybody's it, it gonna lose changes their mind. right okay 
And so that's, that's where it gets messy. And we don't have a solution. I, I like to try and see every side of an argument. I pride myself on trying to see every side of an argument and playing devil's advocate, whether I believe something or not. And when we play that game, there's still, it's not like where we usually play it and we somehow run into each other and go, Oh, Oh, that's the answer. Like we have not found a solution. The the medium in between the two. Uh, But I think we're eventually going to. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, we'll just stick with puppies and they'll be fine. It just seems at the end of the day, though, like this is the reason why I asked the both of you to be on this this show, just because you guys have this solid, you guys are going on like almost, what, 11 years? Almost 11 years. Yeah. Uh, Gosh, September, October will be. So it's just, it's just for me, asking you guys was right. Like it felt right. Because you guys were like the obvious solution, which is, you know, it just, to me, it just made sense to reach out to you guys and see if you guys would be willing to be vulnerable on this show, because Lord knows I've already been vulnerable on this show. At oh, this yeah. Point. I, I mean, yeah. honestly, we, this could have gone another hour, hour and a half. Right, right. <laughs> like, yeah. 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 Um, c- could, I, could I talk about, because this is something that I always like to talk about yes, as sir. well. Yeah, where, yeah. Um, there's, a, there's a mindset, right? You know, we talked about, you know, breaking, uh, breaking all of your own rules and then building rules together, right? Mm-hmm. There's there's one more thing that I think that that really really helped us in our relationship, and it is the so it's the <laughs> it's the idea that um, Alex and I very much live with the idea of okay you have your partner okay at the end of the day who did more work for the other person who worked harder for the other person I see right and my my thought process is if I worked harder for Alex today than she did for me I can go to sleep happy okay. But if Alex worked harder for me that day than I did for her, like I gotta kick her ass the next day, gotcha. right? Like yeah. I gotta, I and and it's and it's what brings out all the things that we love about each other, right? That competitiveness, that ability to work harder, um, yeah. So like knowing, I think that's like a great individual thought process, but I don't know if it's a great relationship thought process. Mm-hmm. So individually, if you can say, okay, I worked harder for them than they did for me today. Like, and I know that, like, I think that puts, if you both are individually thinking that you're constantly working harder for each other. I have two, I guess two things I'll put out. Okay. Um, one is just individual wise. I I recommend this to everybody constantly. Know who you are. Right. If you haven't figured out your likes, your dislikes, your, everybody has a thing, right? Whatever your thing is, whether it's sports or comic books or movie buff kind of figure out who you are what you what you like what you value because when you come into a relationship the goal should be that you guys mush even mm-hmm. and and it never is even right there's bits and pieces that everybody takes i fell in this geeky world because of jason but he also goes to musicals with me and disneyland and disneyland because of something i introduced him to mm-hmm. there there's pieces that that merge together and there's pieces that get dropped along the way but if you don't know who you are it, you're going to get run down and it's going to be a 75, 80, 20 kind of thing. And and you're going to lose who you are. And that's not how you create a relationship. That's how you create one giant person. And I think that's how relationships get stagnant. Or, I mean, and, I, and I'm, it's a rude thing to say, but I think this is how relationships get lazy. Yes. Right? Yeah. We, um, 100%. We constantly, we have things that we do together. Mm-hmm. But there are things that we do apart that we specifically keep apart from each other. Right. I, I think that's very important. Yeah, like uh, I mean, I'm trying to think of things that you do separate from me. Well, I was roller skating, but that literally just ended yeah. in October. So that's something I was doing that for twenty some years. Mm-hmm. So then now, so you... now it's just kind of, kind of trying to figure out my 
feet again. Hmm. But even within the network, you know, I created a show on my own that doesn't involve you. You joined a show on your own that doesn't involve me. Which is which is really therapeutic. It, w- it was kinda, bi- that yeah, was big honest. for us to have your own thing. Even on. though it's part of the network, which is an us thing, we both found a way to put our voices out on our own because we do, you know, just like we're on this show together. Um, we both were on Geek Offensive together, and it. I remember my first episode with Geek Offensive by myself was what a year ago, yeah, and it was terrifying. Because that was the moment I realized I had never been a guest by myself without Jason. Right. And since then, I've done another podcast and I'm going on another one in the future. Mm-hmm. And I now run my own show without you. But yeah. it took a lot for me to get brave because it was that moment of, oh, shoot, I haven't done this by myself. It's growth. Panic. And so if you don't have those things on your own, you're not able to bring things back to each other. Yeah. So I think that's really important. Um, the other thing I was going to put out, which I now forgot too. <laughs> <laughs> it's fine. We're together in this. Yeah. You don't have to be each other's best friend. Okay. That's what I was thinking. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yes. I have a best friend. My best friend is Beth. I've known her since I was like 10. She is my everything. She is the person I call when things go terribly tragic. She's the person I text every day. Jason has a best friend. It's also not me. We have each other. It's it's kind of like your parent, right? Mm-hmm. Your parent isn't meant to be your best friend. They're meant to be your parent. Exactly. He's meant to be my husband. I might tell him things I don't tell Beth. I might tell Beth things that I'm like, okay, I'm avoiding telling Jason and okay, I'm finally going to tell Jason. And sometimes I use her to vent things that maybe aren't, you know, pick your battles, right? Mm-hmm. That maybe aren't important enough to bring up to the table, to the table but yeah. I just want to get them out. She's my person for that. So it's okay. I think people think you have to be each other's best friends. And, and he's definitely up there. I'm not like, oh, yeah, I don't care. But but he's. I have a best friend. He has a best friend. But we also have each other. And our each other and our conversations and our love is a different conversation and a different love than we have with our best friends. Mm-hmm. But we also still have best friends. And that's totally okay. Yeah. Yeah. And we've talked about this before, but like, it's like losing ourselves into the, in in the other person. Mm -hmm. Right. And that's why I think it's just so important. Like people always joke about like guys poker nights or guys bowling nights or something Mm -hmm. like that. But no, those are, those are legitimate pieces of relationships. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. Those are all legitimate things Mm -hmm. to have. In both directions. Both people should get to have them. Yes. If we're having them and the other is not, that's not healthy either. I think I'm at a moment in my journey where I'm still trying to figure out the peace, love, and joy within myself. So I think it is very important to establish to be able to give that 100% to somebody and not expect it back. And that is that is just kind of where I'm at at the moment, but I'm learning with every conversation that I have. Mm-hmm. So well, I will say, too, I think people think it's instant. Or to instantly feel that connection. Or yeah. to instantly fall in love. Yeah. It, it's not instant because you really don't know each other. And and we think because of Facebook and texting that everything is already out there. We, I mean, we got married eight years in. I would have been happy with six years, but we got married eight years in. <laughs> <laughs> it still took, I love you. It still took time to find each other. I think mm-hmm. six years, eight years was that perfect time. I really love you. Uh, <laughs> but it, you know, that... There were out, outside situations. Yeah. And I understand like, that. I don't have a job. Right. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, but relationship wise, I think six years was kind of that sweet spot where I was like, okay, this is definitely it. There's no doubt in my mind whenever now because I'm ready. Well, mm-hmm. but that's also when I proposed. 
right? And then we had a almost an 18-month engagement right. for that too, so. Yeah. But it's definitely that I think people think it has to happen now. And, and I will say the older you get, the faster relationships happen because you know more of what you're looking for. Oh, yeah. yeah. But that should yeah. tell you a lot too because if you're young... And you know, I was 20 when we met. It was the week after your 20th birthday. I'm clearly not the same person and Mm. you're not going to be. So the fact that people think it has to, oh, we have to be together now. We have to be together forever. Well, no, you're growing and you're changing and you might grow apart and that's okay. And you might grow together and that's okay too. But I think people panic of what this expectation is and and that it has to happen right away or in a certain way. And and everybody's is going to be different because, you know, everybody's combination is different. You know, you don't toss two random ingredients in and think you're always going to make chocolate cupcakes always comes out a little different and you just got to figure out if that different is right for you or wrong for you yeah and with that thank you guys so much for your time i know that jason was saying this could go on for like another (laughs) hour (laughs) or so for so much longer i know i know we'll have a uh, but i definitely appreciate you guys for being gracious with your time and and i can't tell you guys how much i'm thankful and grateful for for having me and welcoming me and to you guys' studio and being gracious again, I, I can't. Well, we're just... definitely doing a part two. Oh, okay. We're de- we're okay. Yeah, we're definitely yeah. doing a part two next time. Next time we're in the Bay Area or anything like that, or if you want to come down here, of course. Yeah, yeah, because I I want to pull on some more strings. Yeah, but I yeah. I think we got the gist of of what I was looking for cool. in terms of what we were what we were trying to, and that is the <laughs> you guys already kind of said your, I was going to have you guys do like a closing advice, but you guys already uh, gave it, which is that. great. We are on it. Yeah, we're but so ahead of the game. I think one of the things that that I'm going to take away from talking with you for the last hour is that the idea of marriage isn't the end game. It marriage is a beginning of a partnership. And for you to say, I'm working hard for not only me, but for this other person is a, a very exemplary of what it means to be in a partnership. Cause I think a marriage and married is very past tense, mm-hmm. but partnership just implies like, I'm going to keep working hard and so thank you for, for sharing that, that oh, thought. Oh, thank you for having yeah, us. Yeah. And then, Alex, I want to say thank you for, for saying the whole idea of balance. So I think if we're going to come away from, from the things that I've learned from the both of you, and I hope the listener has learned, is the idea of I have my group of friends and I have, group, I have my own interests, but it, you know, at the end of the day, I'm in this partnership also. So... Yeah, I want to give you guys an opportunity for plugs. I know we said it at the beginning of the show, but <laughs> but let's let's do this. Let's let's you know let's put what you is- guys out there. So you can find me on Instagram and iTunes. Well, you can find all our shows. Let's just say that on iTunes, Google Play, Spotify. Is that everybody? Yeah. SoundCloud. Oh, and then like wherever wherever you are. find your podcast, pretty much. Yeah. Uh, you can use the handle at Ready Set Geek. Your starting line to geek culture. It's actually, at Ready Set Geek podcast. Yeah. Ah, at Ready Set Geek podcast. Thanks, babe. <laughs> uh, that was a JPG moment. Uh, now yeah. we're back to Jason. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> and it's your starting line to geek culture. So pretty much, we try different geeky things. We share our experiences. We tell you where we started. If that's a good starting point, a good introduction. And yeah, it's pretty fun and gets ridiculous for some reason. And then I'm also part of Diverse Geeks in Focus, handle Diverse Geeks in Focus. And that is where we focus on marginalized issues in geek culture. So we bring people on, they share about themselves and tie it into geek culture. Uh, I'm on Nerds on a Roll. Uh, and then that's uh, at Nerds on a Roll underscore podcast. Uh, that one is an actual play podcast where uh, we try to build meaningful stories uh, through tabletop gaming. 
Uh, and then I'm I'm currently playing the wokest barbarian right now. Uh, and and that's uh, that's actually season two. Season one was actually uh, I was not on their season, but mm-hmm. well, actually we were technically on their season. Ready for a couple set episodes. geek guested on their season. Yeah. Uh, and then um, we all, this is all under the Geek Say What Network. So at Geek Say What, um, it is a podcast network based out of Orange County, California, and it focuses on introduction, entertainment, and inclusivity. Again, thank you guys so much for for being on this show. Yeah, thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, this is the lens of love, and thank you guys for helping me take a look with a clearer focus. Thank you.